What's up, everybody? Welcome into Houston We Have Prospects, our podcast about the Astros minor league system. I'm Sam Levitt, a radio broadcaster for the Corpus Christi Hooks, the AA affiliate of the Houston Astros. And that's right, our podcast is back after a brief hiatus. It was certainly an exciting summer and fall for Astros fans all over the country. Houston winning their first ever World Series title and certainly pretty cool to be a part of it at the minor league level. Of course, on this podcast during the offseason, we'll continue to have player interviews, coach interviews, uh, even chats with media members. And if there's anybody you'd specifically like to hear from, whether that's a coach, a media member, uh, a player, you can always tweet at me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let me know who you want to hear from or shoot me an email, whatever you want to do. Uh, just let us know and we'll do uh, our best to get them on the podcast. And today we're joined by Astros prospect outfielder Miles Straw, who's had a really great couple of years. He hit 374 with Quad Cities in 2016, had a great season with Bowie Creek this past year, joined AA Corpus Christi in the final month of the season. And we get into a bit of everything in this interview from his 2017 season to his off-season routine to his journey as a baseball player. You'll hear a really interesting story. Miles was cut from his high school team during his freshman year. So he's somebody who's dealt with adversity. You'll want to hear about that. We also talk about his speed and defense, which is the key part of his game, and really a ton of interesting topics in this interview. So let's hear from Astros prospect, Miles Straw. Miles, let's start by talking about this past season. You spend most of the year at High A Bowie Creek, finish off the year in Corpus Christi. How would you wrap up your 2017? Um, you know, I think it was it was an exciting push, um, you know, to get the opportunity to finally advance to double A. Um, you know, it was it was pretty different. It was, you know, I've never really played on a turf field in Bowie's Creek, so you know, that part was a lot different for me and um you know, it was it was it was just completely different, you know. Balls were out there, like bouncing, like bouncing balls. It was, it was crazy. And um, you know, I know those guys are getting a new, a new ballpark down there, so that's going to be really nice for those guys, um, you know, at the high affiliate. And um, and uh, like I said, you know, Corpus Christi is beautiful. Um, you know, fortunate enough to go to Double A at the end of the year, and um, you know, I got, I got every best minute of it. And um, you know, you kind of, you kind of. You kind of get pushed up with those teammates, a lot of your teammates. You know, I played with a lot of those guys growing up my whole, you know, my whole minor league career so far, Tucker, Dexter, and, you know, just a few others. And, um, you know, it's cool to move along with some guys. And, uh, you know, the coaching staff there, you know, the coaching staff, the trainers, everybody up there. And, you know, everyone's just really, you know, welcoming. And it's just easy to play for that team. Tell me a little bit more about playing at Bowie Creek. Obviously, you're playing in sort of a makeshift situation at Campbell University until the new high A affiliate gets built, uh, the stadium gets built uh, in Fayetteville, North Carolina. What was it like playing at a university in that kind of situation? Um, it, like you said, I mean, it almost felt like I was attending the university for a minute. Um, you know, I kind of I lived in the I lived with a bunch of students. Um, it was nice. I was right across the street from the ballpark. Um, so you could just get up and walk there every day. But, um, you know, it was like you're living the college lifestyle. I woke up, you know, it's like I would snag some lunch on campus every once in a while. And uh, sure enough, you know, the locker room was small. And, um, you know, it wasn't your everyday, uh, you know, nice minor league clubhouse. But, um, you know, even the students were welcoming. We had students coming out to the uh, the games. Faculty would come out to the games. And, um, 
you know, they, they really enjoyed baseball there. So that was really nice. Um, you know, they've just built an awesome stadium. They, uh, I know they built a new scoreboard. You know, the turf is brand new, which I believe the Astros helped with that. So that was really cool. But, um, no, like I said, the biggest thing was playing on turf, you know, is it, it's a little bit of a wear and tear on your, you know, your body. And, um, I wasn't used to that. So, uh, you know, I, th- I didn't think it was going to be a big deal until like game 90 or so I could start feeling it, you know, my knees and stuff. But, um, it was definitely it was definitely a difference from playing on grass and dirt. Now, it's funny you talk about getting lunch on campus. I know Kyle Tucker when I talked to him during the season, right after he came to Corpus Christi, uh, he said that too. He said it was kind of cool because I'm getting this college experience that I never had. Uh, I want to talk about your June. You were Carolina League Player of the Month, led the league in hits, walks, stolen bases, runs scored, on base percentage. For somebody who's never played at your type of level. What's it feel like when you get in that type of zone? Oh, man, I mean, that's what every player wants to be in 24-7. I mean, if I could be on that zone, you know, every month, I mean, I think I'd be just all right. But, um, you know, you get there, and, uh, you know, sometimes you could just, you know, you catch some fire, and, I mean, it's almost like, you know, you go out and just things are a lot easier than, you know, than other days. But, um, you know, it's, you know, sticking to your routine, um, you know, just getting to what you're doing every day. It's kind of, you know, if one thing works for me that day, you know, I usually stick to it. So, um, you know, some of it I can say came with luck, some came with skill. I mean, you know, you got to, you, you know, you can always get lucky in baseball sometimes. So, you know, it was nice. And, um, you know, my coach has always pushed me to be uh, more aggressive. So, I mean, yeah, I believe I had, I had, a, I had a bit of skills that month. And, uh, you know, I just saw the ball really well. It was, it was a nice month for me. Obviously, you watched the Astros win the World Series in October. Uh, when you've spent time with some of those guys during spring training, you know the system, you know so many of the coaches that play such a big role in the success of the organization. What was that like watching the Astros win the World Series? Oh, man, it's, it's, uh, it's almost hard to explain how, uh, how awesome it is. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of those, those big league guys, they'll, you know, a lot of people don't realize that they'll actually give, you know, they'll give you the time and sit down and talk to you and help you out if you need help. And, um, you know, I get asked that a lot, like, uh, you know, while Tuve sit down and talk to you, like, if you met him, yeah, he's, you know, he's one of the main guys that actually would, you know, I've, I've sat there and I've talked to him, you know, I just sat there and he'll give you his time and he'll tell you, you know, what you want to know. And, you know, it's cool to hear from those guys because a lot of people don't think they associate with their minor leaders, which they really do. And, um, you know, I think it's really cool that, you know, those coaches, some of our co- all I mean, all of our coaches get those World Series rings because, I, I mean, man, they deserve it just as much as those, those players do, man. They, uh, you know, they put, they put all their time and effort into us every day, and a lot of people don't realize, you know, 140 days, you know, maybe 10 off days throughout the whole year is a lot. And, um, you know, they have families too, which is, we really appreciate that, and, uh, you know, some of these coaches have been in the minor leagues with us like 20, 30 years more than the players have. So I think it's so deserving for them. And, uh, and uh, the players, I mean, that's that was probably the most exciting group of baseball players I've seen as a whole. So that World Series is crazy. I don't think it's going to be beat for a while. And I'm sure it provides at least a little bit of inspiration for the guys in the minor leagues when they see the guys at the big league level having that type of success, championship-level success. I want to talk about your off-season routine, uh, the physical aspect, day-to-day. What's your plan? What are you working on in the gym or 
hitting? I mean, what do you do during the off season in a physical sense? Uh, yeah, we uh, the Astros uh, at the end of the year. I mean, you kind of stick through the same routine throughout the year. Um, you know, the exercises. So you're pretty, you're pretty familiar with them. Um, they send us home with um, some activities to do. It's pretty much the same workouts, just different timing. You know, it's they want you more active throughout the off season because you're not around and you're not playing every day. So you know, some days are um, you know you'll you'll lift. You know, you'll lift different different kind of groups. You know, leg days, full body. Uh, you'll have a running day. So they give you workouts to like that. And, um, uh, yeah, I actually have a really nice hitting facility down here in, in Soda. It's called X Trainings. Um, and it's nice because I have a few buddies that play in the minor leagues down here with, you know, the Red Sox, Padres. So pretty nice I get to go there with them because I know it can be tough. You know, it's, it's pretty unmotivating to be able to have to go out by yourself a lot of the times because – I've had to do that. You know, I bring a friend out there and it gets brushed. They don't really know what they're doing. So, you know, have a baseball guy around with you in your, in your, uh, in your town is really nice because, you know, it's, it's two people doing what they want to do and, uh, you know, you can go out there and get your work done. So, it's always nice to have someone like that. Now, when you're not working out and you're not hitting, what do you do? Are there any odd jobs? you have a side business? I know there are crazy stories about different things that minor leaguers do to make some money during the off season. Do you do anything like that? Uh, nothing too crazy. I mean, you know, for the first month, I worked with my buddy and his dad in his construction um, business. But um, other than that, nothing too crazy. I wish I didn't have a crazy story to tell you this. I, mean, I definitely tell you that. But, um, yeah, nothing too crazy other than that. Let's go back to where it all started. You go to high school in Bradenton, Florida. You actually got cut from your high school baseball team your freshman year. Tell me about that and, and how that inspired you to get better and get to the level you're at now. Oh, man, that's, I think if it wasn't for that year, I don't think I did it better than I was um, you know, I, I still I still tell people that. You know, I, I just I was at a camp um probably a week ago with uh you know, with Zoe, our our assistant hitting coach who is now with the Giants. Um, he you know, I was out there telling telling all these little kids, I mean guys, I was I mean, I was a really small kid in ninth grade. You know, I wasn't physical at all. Um like you said, I got cut my freshman year, and that, man, that broke my heart. You know, I, I went home, you know, I was embarrassed, um, you know, because I, I thought I was good enough personally. But, um, you know, I went in the room, and it was, it was hard. They said, you know, there's there's 26 or whatever kids better than you, you know. That's that's not the thing you want to hear when you're, you know, you're 14, and that's, that's your life is playing baseball. So it was tough. So, um, you know, I stuck with it. I, I don't I believe I didn't play anything that year. Um just kind of worked out, you know, I worked on getting bigger, stronger. And uh, sure enough, next year, I uh, started on varsity in center field. Um, and still, I mean, I, I hit, I believe I hit like 180, something, 190 that year. So, you know, it was still tough. And then finally, my junior and senior year, you know, I picked it up. I ended up hitting like 380 or whatever. So those years were a little bit better. And then uh, following that, you know, I mean, still, I, I walked on at a junior college, uh, St. John's River State College, and that was – that was a huge step for me. That was a, a great school. Um, it was a very, it's a, it's a great baseball school. You know, there's not much to do in the town. So, right. you know, your focus is on baseball. And, um, you know, you can't really get in trouble, which was nice. I had great coaches. Uh, Ross Jones, you know, played in AAA for a while. Uh, great hitting coach, uh, Will Coggin. Uh, he ended up going to Mississippi State. 
had a job there. So, you know, I've always been, I've always had lucky. I've always, I've always been lucky and had some good coaches growing up. So that was always a good thing for me. And uh, even when I was younger, when I was nine, I had, you know, Wayne Buzz, who was my AAU coach for about five, six years. And uh, that guy's taught me more than probably just about anybody has in my whole life. So I've been pretty fortunate with that. You spend a couple of years at the junior college. Then in 2015, you're drafted by the Astros in the 12th round of the Major League Baseball draft. Did you have any inclination that spring that the Astros were interested? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I talked with – um, I was really close to my area scout, John Martin. Um, we were really close, actually. And, uh, you know, he's like, I think we're going to get you, man. I think we're going to get you. And I was like, awesome. You know, and, uh, you know, I, I saw where the Astros were going the you know, the years I've I've always heard good things, and uh, you know, back back then I knew they were in the rebuilding stage, and uh, you know, and that's what led to what they are to this day. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for what they've done in the few, uh, the, the recent years, I don't think they'd be where they are today. So, uh, you know, I was really close with him, and uh, you know, there's another team I was really close with as well, the Red Sox, uh, the Royals. But um, you know, sure enough, the day came. I got a few calls from a few teams, and the Astros actually called me. They called me in, like, the fifth or sixth round, and they said, you ready to go? I'm like, yeah. And uh, sure enough, I mean, I didn't get called that second day, so it was frustrating. So I remember it was like – I remember I remember this like it was yesterday. I was at my buddy's house sitting on the couch, and, uh, you know, John Martin called me. He's like, hey, you're going to be picked in one of these first couple rounds this, um, this, uh, this day, which is the third day, and uh, – you know, I was sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden, my phone just starts going off, like, just going off crazy, and I'm like, all right, that's got to be it. Sure enough, I looked at my phone, and, you know, I saw that I was drafted, and it was definitely a big sign of relief. Uh, yeah, that was that was honestly probably the best day of my life to this day. Um, you know, that's that's our, if that's not your dream and you play baseball, then you're playing for the reason because, I mean, to me, that's that was – that day to this day is by far the best day of my life. I know your good buddies with Forrest Whitley played with him first at Bowie Creek and of course with Corpus Christi this past season. I see on social media you guys get along really well. Uh, he had a super impressive year, obviously. As a teammate, what's special about Forrest Whitley? Oh man, um, to be honest, I, it's hard to even describe that. Dude. I mean, he's just—you're never going to see him down, no matter what. You know, tough outing. You know, he can go out there and give, three, uh, give up three home runs, which, I mean, I don't think it's ever happened. Probably, I don't even know if it ever will, but, um, you know, he'll, he'll laugh after the game. You know, he's a, he's a guy you can mess with. You know, he, you know, he doesn't, he won't give you a hard time. He'll be like, man, that was, that was one of the furthest balls I've ever seen hit. You know, he'll joke about, you know, just, you know, if things aren't going well, he's not a guy that's going to be, you know, just a bad teammate. You know, you can... You can go get food with him after a game like that, and um, you know he's going to be himself. He's, uh, you know, he's, you know, you can't say that about everyone either. I mean, he, he, he really is something else, and it's amazing because I believe he's 19 or 20. I don't. I mean, sorry if you hear this for us. I don't know how old you are, but uh, he's one of the two, and uh, it's crazy how mature he is for his age, especially playing at that level of baseball for his ages. It's crazy because a lot of those kids. You know, they can't handle their emotions, um, which is awesome. I mean, he's he's one guy I could definitely say I'd want to play with, you know, the rest of my life. And, uh, man, yeah, he's – I mean, he shows – what he shows is what he is. He's not – you know, he's not fake around. 
you know, interviews or whatever for that matter. Uh, you know, he's just himself. I mean, Forrest, he's just a great dude. Uh, that's awesome that you guys have such a good relationship. I want to talk about your defense as an outfielder. You read up scouting reports on Miles Straw, and one thing that everybody says is you are an excellent defender, great speed. How do you work on becoming an even better defender during the off season, and what do you work on in that sense during the season as well? Uh, well, during the season, you know, I've always, always had really good coaches that you know that, that care about you know they they overemphasize how important it is out there. So, you know, Joe Altshamelis, um, you know, Omar Lopez, you know, a bunch of our. our Mickey Story last year, a bunch of, I mean, I could go along with a bunch of guys that care about it, you know, our Rovers, um, you know, they overemphasize. We've had even, you know, Springer, guys like that come in and talk to us about, like, just how important it is, you know, to even catch a ball on the ground, you know, tell you just backup bases. I mean, every little thing they, they talk about. So, I mean, I can't even, I can't point one person out because it's a bunch of people. And, uh, you know, I've, I've heard it. Pretty much a whole life, you know, just on how important the little things are. Um, you know, and, and like you said, my speed—that's a big part of my game, and uh, you know, that's something I'm always doing, to, even to this day. You know, I'll probably—I'll probably go out there and run tonight. You know, I love running. Um, you know, I think that's my ticket to the big leagues. I've heard it from everybody. Um, you know, I mean, just staying in shape. You know, not. Not, you know, taking care of my body, that's the biggest thing for me. You know, fortunately enough, I've always been healthy um, and never had problems with that. But, I mean, just the speed aspect has definitely, I mean, you know, infield hits, everything. It's 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 on the offensive part as well. But um, defense, I mean, man, I mean, the drills, I can't, there's numerous amount of drills we do that are, I mean, I could sit here and probably tell you 15 and, you know, it's it's hard to remember every single one, but you know, we do wall drills, just a bunch of stuff, and you know, those guys have definitely made me into a different player. So that's, you know, I thank them for that. So if speed is your most vital physical tool, I want to talk about something that's a little bit more mental. Obviously, the Astros for a long time now have been at the forefront of analytics and looking at video and the numbers. I know it's something that even in the minor league side of things, the Astros really push. They have you guys looking at video and numbers and data throughout the season. Uh, how do you use that information during the off season and then as the season goes along? Um. Well, yeah, our hitting guys. Um. Yeah, they they talk to us a bunch about it. So I've been a guy. I've been the instructional every single year so far with the Astros. So. You know, I'm around. I'm around these guys probably more than anybody. The last three, you know, my draft class has been. You know, even you know, even like Tucker. I'd say I've been. I mean, I've been in the instructional league all three years. I believe he's been one. So, you know, I've got to hear. You know, Jeff Albert, all of our hitting coaches, Ralph Davidson. I've heard them talk about. You know, all these analytics. You know, Pete, more than anybody. So, you know, I have a good clue with her. You know, where they're going, and you know, it makes perfect sense. Um, I'm all on board. I know exactly what they mean. You know, the launch angles. And, uh, and it's crazy because it's being brought up to Houston. I mean, you're seeing what they're doing up there. They're putting up, I mean, I, I mean and I've looked at all the players. I'm pretty sure almost all of them had almost 20 home runs. It's ridiculous. So, I mean, seeing that and just, uh, you know, the line drives, you know, they don't hit a lot of ground ball outs. And, uh, 
you know, I think that's becoming a big thing in baseball, not just with Houston, but um, you know, throughout the whole the whole major leagues. I mean, people are starting to catch on to that. I know a lot of other teams are doing it. Um, and this past camp I went to, you know, I I talked to a lot of these coaches, and uh, they talked about how important that was, you know, and uh, what they're doing with it, like the White Sox, just other teams like that. So, you know, I've heard it from a lot of big guys. So, you know, I'm starting to get on board, and uh, you know, you just got to trust it. So finally, you've had a great minor league career so far, a great season with Quad Cities in 2016, uh, another great year with Bowie Creek and for a bit in Corpus Christi in 2017. When you look ahead to 2018, still got a couple of months till spring training, what do you want to improve on? What do you want to be able to say at the end of next season uh, that you did, that you improved on? What do you want uh, that main thought to be? Um, you know, without trying without trying to do it, I'd like to, uh, you know, hit a few more home runs. I mean, you know, I'm not going to ever, I'm never going to go out there and try to hit home runs. I mean, that's the right thing to do. But, um, you know, I'd like to, you know, work on my swing a little bit with, you know, the hitting coaches to where, you know, that will just come naturally. Obviously, I'm not going to be a guy say, oh, I want to go, you know, I'll sacrifice 50 points to hit 10 home runs because that's just not what I'm going to do. I'm going to, you know, I want to just maybe a little tweak to, you know, you know, where I hit, you know, 10 home runs, you know, I'd like to hit, you know, everyone would like to hit 300, just, you know, keep my average up. Um, you know, it's a little easier said than done, but, uh, I mean, you know, more doubles, you know, more, more doubles and more home runs. That would be my, that would be my primary goal. Add a little pop to the speed. Miles Straw joining us here on Houston. We have prospects. Miles, thanks so much. Congratulations on a couple of great seasons in the Astros system. Best of luck uh, the rest of the offseason, and we'll see you in 2018. All right. Thank you, Sam. A big thank you to Miles for joining us here on Houston. We have prospects taking some time out of his offseason. You can follow Miles on Twitter at Miles Straw. That's M-Y-L-E-S-S-T-R-A-W. That'll do it for this episode of Houston We Have Prospects. As always, if there's anyone you want to hear from on this podcast, you can tweet at me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Thanks for listening.